Thursday, Matthew 26, 17 through 75, Mark 14, 12 through 72, Luke 22, 7 through 71, John 13, verse 1, through chapter 18, verse 27. Mark 14, 22 through 26. And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Thursday prior to Jesus' crucifixion fills many pages in Scripture. It begins with John and Peter securing the upper room as Jesus had instructed them. There Jesus washes his disciples' feet, explaining that he is there to make them clean. John 13, 14-16 says, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought also to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Jesus begins the meal. He announces that one of them would betray him. Everyone wonders, is it I? Is it I? Is it I? Then he dispatches Judas to do what he intends. During the Last Supper, Jesus sets apart the Passover bread and cup, often known the bread as the Afikonin, and the cup, the cup of redemption. And he reassigns, or maybe better, he perfects their meaning. The bread, the Afikonin, is his body. The cup, the cup of redemption, is his blood. This meal will no longer remind them of God's deliverance primarily from the tyranny of Pharaoh in Egyptian bondage but from the internal tyranny of their own guilt and sin against God. Jesus, in this moment, essentially says to his disciples, I am the one that Isaiah and John spoke about. I am the Lamb of God to which all the other lambs pointed, the Lamb that truly takes away the sin of the world. Jesus then goes and prays for his friends. Those who would also come to know him in the future, he prays. He prays to his Father that they would be one. Then Jesus and his disciples leave for the Mount of Olives to pray. He isn't there only to pray. He's also there to wait. To wait for what? To wait for his betrayal. Soon a line of torches would make their way towards him in the darkness. This is what he's been waiting for all of his life. Jesus is preparing his disciples in the upper room for what is to come. With the Passover supper, Jesus instituted his Lord's Supper. In his prayer, he prayed for their protection. In all of this, Jesus gave a small and very real foretaste of the future. Tim Keller said this, imagine you were in Egypt just after the first Passover. If you stopped an Israelite in those days and said, who are you? And what's happening here? They would say this, I was a slave under a sentence of death, but I took shelter under the blood of the Lamb and escaped that bondage. And now God lives in our midst 
and we're following him to the promised land. For you and I, Christian, that is what we can say today. We were once a slave to sin, under the sentence of death and hell, but we've taken shelter under the blood of the Lamb of God who's taken away our sins and have escaped that bondage. God now lives inside of us and we are waiting and following Him to reach our promised land. Thank you for listening to the Central Sanford Podcast. For more information or how to take your next step, visit us online at centralsanford.net.